Hi, this is Tracy from Tracy's Forge of Faith, here to strengthen and encourage one another in our daily walk with Christ with our testimonies and with the Word of God, of course. It's been a minute since I recorded it. A lot been going on in my family, so um had to make sure that I had to fill myself up before I can give out again. Um, I just want to thank you guys for always supporting and listening. Um, I'm grateful because you could be listening to somebody else or you could actually like not listen. So I am so grateful for you guys that are faithful to listen to my podcast. I pray that every word that comes out is always the intent is to help heal, help uh, encourage and help strengthen you in your daily walk with Christ. And even to get to know God, if you don't know God, even to um, answer some questions or even dealing with some things that are highlighted to help you uh, heal and strengthen and to help somebody else, basically. So today, my title is going to talk about you have to put the work in. I'm going to start off with a something that ha- happened to me recently. Um, God showed his glory. God showed me I was healed. God himself, of course, um, is a healer. It says he's a healer. Um, it all, he also told when Moses asked, um, God, so when I go to Pharaoh and tell him to release your people, who do I say sent me? He said, I am that I am. So anyway, and saying that God is all, God is our source. He's our healer. He's our redeemer. He's our savior. He's a mother, a father, a friend. He's anything and everything that we need. He is our source. We are nothing outside of God. I also want to put that out there. We are nothing. We can't do anything in our own strength. It's all God. Nothing that we can do can fix any of our problems without God. So I wanted to put that out there. So for you who don't know God, I would strongly encourage you to accept him as your Lord and Savior and have him guide you because the word says he's the author and finisher of our faith. He knew us before we were even formed. He's the creator of heaven and earth and every being that is in this earth and outside this earth. He created this earth. He created, in the beginning, he created the heavens and the the earth. He created the stars. God created everything. Without him, nothing was made. And this is in Genesis uh, chapter one, if you want to go back and look at this, he is the our creator. So he created us. So um, I'm going to start off with um, a testimony, if you guys don't mind. Um, years ago, I talk about when I got molested as a young kid. I got molested by um, someone who was a close friend of the family at the church that we went to. Um, when we were younger, never really told anybody because I blocked it out. Um, but until I started going to uh, a deliverance ministry, when I turned 21, I got saved and started going to deliverance ministry. I remember it happened, but I vaguely like really remembered it. So one day I was going through deliverance and it in the, the young lady that was taking me through deliverance were calling things out of my life um, that God wanted to deliver me from. And he you know, and he wanted me to walk in healing. Well, she brought up the fact that I was molested. When she brought it up, Lord behold, I never, like I remembered it, but like I said, it was vaguely. But when 
it got exposed because you can't get deliverance without being honest and without exposure. Because if you're hiding things, you can't, first of all, you can't hide anything from God. I just want to put that out. He's all knowing. Um, and some, sometimes when we have traumatic things that happen, we block them off. We block them out um, because they're so traumatic. They call uh, PTSD, post-traumatic stress syndrome. So I blocked it out. Only a couple people knew when I did go to deliverance and I exposed it. Only a few people knew. I really didn't tell a lot of people in my family. So anyway, recently I had a, another death in the family. It was my uncle, um, my mom's brother. Um, and we went back to the home church. And we went back to the home church. We we did um we did his memorial, and Lord and behold, it was this guy that was there. And I'm like, who is that? Because I can kind of remember just about anybody from the old church. Um, and my cousin looked, and she was like, that's such and such. And I was just like, who? And she was like, such and such, which is the guy that molested me when I was younger. So. I just looked and I was like, wow, you know, but I felt nothing. I was not angry. I was not rageful. I was not sad. I did not beat myself up because when I, when, um, when I got molested, I beat myself up so badly. Like it was ridiculous because I was like, why wouldn't I say anything? Cause you know, when you're young, you really don't, you don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. And like I said, I didn't really tell anybody until I got older and, and I went to a deliverance ministry and it got exposed. Why am I telling you my story? I'm telling you my story to let you know that you have to put the work in because I had to put the work in in order to get to the point that I was at. So through deliverance, through a lot of praying, through counseling, and through just giving it to God on a daily basis, I was able, I was in, in God's strength. I was able to overcome that. No, I wasn't like, you know, a lot of people didn't know it was only like a couple people that knew in my family. So it was my cousin and it was my mom. And when I got in the car with my mom, my mom was like, you okay? I said, you know what? I'm fine. Even when my cousin exposed who he was, I haven't seen him in years. She was like, you good? I said, I'm okay. And I was shocked in a sense because I'm like, didn't know it was him. And we were like a couple feet away. He like gave a word, uh, you know, um, told a story of my uncle and everything. And no, I didn't go up and hug him and, or no, I didn't say, do you know who I am? Do you remember? No, I didn't say that because God didn't give me the unction to do that. But just having peace was good enough. I'm saying we have to put the work in because even God put the work in when he created heaven and earth. If you go back to Genesis 1, as I stated early, God created heaven and earth. Then he started creating everything in earth. Then he created animals. Then he created Adam. Then he gave Adam a mate, you know. And it also says in James chapter 2, verse 26, faith without works is dead. You know, faith without works. If I have enough faith to know that God is going to deliver me, I have to start using the tools that he put on this earth to give me, like reading his word, going to a trusted person, um, somebody who I know like will help me through deliverance, who will tell me the truth, going to therapy, going to a counselor or a therapist. Without those, I don't think I would be 
where I was at that point. Granted, it happened to me. Granted, whatever happened to you in your life stunned you. It messed you up. But God said he'll give a give us a way of escape. That way of escape is not just escaping from it, running from it and hiding it, digging, putting it, digging up in a hole and hiding it. It is, he's going to give you a way to get through it. He's going to give you his word. He's going to give you, um, his, he's going to speak to you. He can heal your heart. He's a healer. He's a redeemer. He's a restorer. God literally restored me. So when I did see him and recognize who he was, I didn't go back to that little girl because of the confessions, because of studying God's word, because believing in his word, because, um, going through deliverance because of going to a therapist. Those are the things that I have to do daily. I recently had an incident that happened in a family where, um, me and another family member got into it. And I noticed it was a pattern like me and her would get into it. Even if it was something outside of me, I would, I felt like I would get attacked. Or I felt like me and her would end up getting into it, even if it didn't start with me. So at this point, that made me think, okay, God, I always go to God. Okay, God, it's something in me because I shouldn't have got mad like that. Uh, Getting angry is an emotion that we all have. Even Jesus got angry. When God created us, he created all these emotions. Um, I read somewhere like when you get angry, it's, um, you, it's, it's. When you get angry or frustrated, it's your emotions telling you that there's danger near or there's something there that you need to protect yourself from. So a lot of times when we lash out, when we feel like we're getting attacked, it's something in us that raises up this thing where we got to protect ourselves. Now, it's okay to protect yourself, but it's the way you protect yourself. God said he does everything in decent and in order. It also says in his word, Submit to God first, resist the devil and he'll flee. But first you have to submit to God. First you have to give this all to God. You have to give it to God. How do I give it to God? This is how, this is how I give it to God. I say, Lord, I ask God that you would take, you know, this situation and show me what I need to do on my behalf to make this right with you. Cause I want to make sure my heart, my heart is my altar is in the right position for God. And in order for your heart to be, you know, right before God, you have to accept your part in everything. You have to open up your heart and say, okay, God, where, where was I wrong at in this situation? And God will tell you, God will show you through his word. He'll tell you through a dream or he even tell you in your ear. Like God will tell you if you ask. It may not be when you want it, but he'll give you the answer. But you have to be still. You have to put the work in. You have to have a relationship with God. You have to commune with God daily. You have to read his word daily. You have to pray daily. We have so many things out here. And I say this all the time. We have so many things out here to help us as saints to put the work in to not put the work in is pure D laziness. We'll go to a nine to five and put the work in on this earth. We will do that. We'll go to school and put the work in doing our paper studying or whatnot. And if you say, well, I don't do all that. Well, you should, because it's inevitable to, um, it's inevitable to avoid work. It just is again, 
God created the heaven. He put work in. Even when um Adam and Eve fell, God told Adam, now you're going to have to work because you done messed up. So it's inevitable for us to not put work in. That is what we have to do on this earth. The Bible even talks about how the harvest, the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. That means that the harvest is so many souls out here. It's so many souls out here that don't know God. It's up to us as Christians to go out and to like, even if it's at your job, the grocery store, um, in your home, like um, wherever you may be, it's somebody that needs to hear God is real. That's up putting our work in. Um, today, even my pastor was talking about um, how we serve in the different ministries. How um, how um, even you like serving on a team? That's you putting the work in, not just for you. You're putting the work in to represent God to let them know, hey. God is, God is real. God is here. So we have to, that's our job y'all to, to represent God. Jonathan McReynolds got a song called we are Christ representatives. So we really need to be careful on how we, um, say things or react to things because in this world, Christians are held at a certain standard, which we should. I mean, it ain't just pastors. It's Christians, period. We all, but at the same time, we all fail. But at the same time, we should still be growing in different areas of our life. If we put the work in, if we pray, if we read, if we study, if we get these books, these Arthur's wonderful Arthur Jean Eckhart have a slew of good prayer books. Um, Joyce Myers is awesome. Um, Joel Olsen is awesome. Mike Todd is awesome. These are books that I read and, and it's Sarah Jakes Roberts. Uh, it's another book that just came out being comparison by, um, um, this, this other Arthur, I got to get it. I can't remember what it is. Let me find it. Cause I, I dealt with comparison. So what I do is I go and I look for resources. So we have to get to a point where we're seeking out God. We're seeking to serve God. We're seeking to lay down this um, flesh to to represent him in a way. And how we do that, we have to put the work in. Even Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous, they have a 12-step program where they have to put the work in. And all this is a foundation from God. This is just not from them. They get this foundation from God, you guys. So we as saints, we cannot be lazy. We have to put the work in. When you get saved, that don't exempt you from going through trials. That What that does is say, hey, I'm I'm God's child. So God, through God, I can accomplish. I can be strengthened. I can get through this because he's my father. I'm marked, you know, but we still have to work, y'all. The Bible says work while it's day for when a nighttime we can't work. God is telling you even in that, we got to put the work in. I have a husband. He got like three jobs, y'all. I kid you not. Three jobs. That's that's what he does. He just works three jobs. It was a time in my life where um, I had to work like two jobs to stay afloat. And that still wasn't enough, you know. And that just showed me where is my faith. So I had to start reading scriptures on... Um, 
I had to start reading scriptures on our finances. Like I had to start reading scriptures on basically like God meeting my needs to increase my faith. And when we put the work in, putting the work in is reading the word. It increases our faith. When we listen or read these, read these books that help us in these different situations, it strengthens us and it gives us, and it strengthens our faith. It says, it's a scripture in the Bible. It says, Lord, help my unbelief. How's he going to help our unbelief if we're not reading, if we're not praying, if we're not going to someone who can help us and give us the resources we need? We have to put the work in, y'all. These are, I'm not saying Jesus coming tomorrow. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, I don't want to get left behind. I don't know if y'all remember the story of the um, the 10 version. This, was, this one is in Matthew um, 25 versus hold on even they had to um Matthew 13 no no Matthew 25 I'm sorry so if you go to Matthew chapter 25 verses 1 1 through 3 it says it talks about the story of the virgins it says then shall the kingdom of heaven be like unto ten virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom and the five of them were wise and five were foolish they that were foolish took their lamp and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept, and at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out and meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us your oil, for our lamp is gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there not be enough for us us and you, but go rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him, in with in with him to the marriage. And the door was shut. After afterward came unto the other virgin, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour where the Son of Man cometh. There were 10 virgins, five were foolish, five were prepared. So those five that were prepared, put the work in. They had their oil ready for them. Okay. You heard the scripture. It said, we don't know the time. So we need to be prepared. That's why I'm saying we have to put the work in people without faith, without works. Like I mentioned in James 2 and 26, Faith without works is dead, y'all. They could have been like, God, but I have faith this oil is right here. So take me in with he like, no, you didn't put the work in. You didn't have, you didn't prepare yourself. Putting the work is, is getting yourself prepared. Okay. Again, I told you about my, um, told you about my testimony about being, um, around the person that molested me. And you're like, well, I can't see me. I can't see that. That's the thing. You're not going to be able to see it if you don't put the work in. Find you a therapist. Find you a counselor. Find you a mentor. Find you some books on um, spiritual healing. On It's so many books out here on healing because everybody's being so transparent. I thank God for that. And they're not, they're not hiding what happened behind closed doors. They're telling their stories so you can heal. Whatever it may be, guys, I'm telling y'all, put the work in. If it don't, if your marriage is going through, and I know it's easier said than done, 
But that's why you got to put the work in. Because can't nobody tell your testimony like you. And how are you going to tell that testimony? First, you got to try it up. Then you can tell. That's why it's called a testimony. The only way we're going to get through these tests, these trials and tests is putting the work in, y'all. I know this like may seem like, oh, um, some people like, well, this is my new. This ain't helping my situation. The only way your situation is going to be helped is if you put the work in, if you put the time in, when you put the work in, when you put the time in. So God can use your testimony to help somebody else. We go through things in life and we don't know why. I don't know why I was the one that got touched when I was. I don't know why, but I know God is glorified in. He was glorified because guess what? I didn't kill myself. I don't live in depression. I'm living my life. I love God. I'm not mad at God because it happened. I'm grateful to God that it didn't take me out. And the only way you're going to get through that if you put the work in, y'all. I want you to know that that situation can't hold you down if you put the work in, y'all. Pray. Trust God. Hear God. Take the steps, read the word, get a therapist, a counselor, if that's what you want to do. Find somebody in your church that you trust or somebody in your life that you trust that you know serves God and is a man or woman of integrity that will help you through this. It's okay to be set apart and not to do everything what everybody else is doing is another thing. We don't have to, uh, we don't have to, Belittle ourselves as in not walking in the standard of God. As in saying no to certain things and certain people. It's okay to be righteous and holy. And how we get that it, that way is putting shutting some things down in your life. You got to put the work in, y'all. We got to pray, God. We got to read the word. We got, and it's so, if you don't, if you have like reading um, issues, there are certain um apps like the Bible app is a good app. If you don't understand the word, it's so many different versions that can help you. It's so many um if you don't read that well, the Bible app will read the scriptures to you for you to understand and it will break it down for you. It's so many tools out here that God has placed in us and a lot of us are falling astray because we're not putting the work in, y'all. And I just want to encourage you. Don't be afraid to put the work in. Don't be afraid to read the word. If you don't understand it, don't be afraid. It's so many, um, again, there's so many versions that can break it down. The NIV, the, the message Bible. I read, uh, I read the King James version and then I read like the message version and then the NIV version to get a better understanding. Um, if you're dealing with some things in your life and you feel like you can't overcome it, it's best to find some scriptures, write them down. And I post, you know, them on my desk at work or I'll study them on my Bible app um, on my phone because my phone is always with me. If I'm having a rough day, um, I pray. I listen to uh, encouraging music. I always read books uh, dealing with some things like Overcoming Emotions um, is one book that I'm studying by Joyce Meyer because of some issues that I was dealing with. Um trying to 
submit to God, wanting to submit to God more and not my emotions. So those are, it's so many things out here, y'all. I want y'all to be encouraged. If you don't have the resources, there's, uh, you can always Google things. You can always go on YouTube, guys. They have awesome prayers on YouTube. They have awesome motivational videos, you guys. They have awesome speakers out here, you guys, that um hits just about every situation you deal with. Because I love the fact that it's a lot of preachers that are being open and transparent. They're not hiding things. They're exposing things. So we who are dealing with these can't get the healing. There is healing right there for you. There is, God is a miracle worker. The things that you didn't think you can get past, I promise you, God will get you through. Well, how can I trust somebody that I can't see? You can't because you're not putting the time in. If you get to know God, I promise you, he won't fail you. His word says it over and over again with the different situations people have gone through. Um, If you just read the word, the word, the Bible is our map right there. The Bible will show you, you're not the only person that went through this. These are men and women of faith who have uh, even Elijah. We talked about in the, in the Bible, how Elijah, um, Elijah, Noah, David, uh, 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 Joshua, these all great men who have went through some things, but God got them through it. That's why it's so important to read the word. You guys, like I said, it's so many versions. If you don't understand the King James version it's different versions that will help you understand it. If it's a scripture, you don't understand. You take that one scripture, you get to a, a dictionary and break each word down until you understand. I'm telling you guys, it's so many resources out here to help you put the work in. I want you guys to understand that God loves you with an everlasting love. And even in the word that said, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You know why it won't prosper? Because in the word, it gives us direction. It gives us strength. It, it lets us know that he loves us and he's fighting for us because we've given our life to serve him. And if you don't know God, I encourage you to find a Bible believing church to find someone to help you. If you're struggling with uh, addictions, it's so many programs out here that can help you get through those addictions. I want you to know that God loves you that he is our savior. He is our friend. He is a healer. He's a doctor. He's a mind regulator. He is your source. He is your strength. He is your provider. He is a lover of your soul. Just know when you put the work in, he will never fail you. God can never fail us all. I want you to know he would never fail you. Even the things that you haven't told anybody, God knows. He knows all and he sees all. He's just waiting for you to invite him in. By inviting him in, you have to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. Believe that he is the Lord and Savior. Confess that out. When you confess that, that you want him to be the Lord and Savior of your life and repent of your sins, that's all you have to do. Step one. Step two is now you have to file a Bible-believing church. Now you have to read the word. Now you have to talk to God every day and have a conversation with him with the things that you're dealing with. These are points. Now you have to, and don't keep it to yourself. Don't feel embarrassed like because you probably be the only person in your family or the only person in your household that serve God. Don't be embarrassed by that. That ain't nothing to be ashamed about. But you still be happy that you gave your life. So if you gave your life, there's still opportunity for them to give their lives. But we first have to put the work in, y'all. 
Don't deny yourself freedom by not putting the work in. By not putting your hand to the plow. By not studying. By not um, denying your flesh. By not uh, setting a standard for righteousness. Put the work in, y'all. I promise you, your reward is so much better than the reward that's on this earth. I promise you. If you just put the work in, pay your tithes, y'all. Uh, submit to God. Get get on a um, get on a, a a committee. Go to service. You know, go to your services. You know, just encourage one another. You know, strengthen one another. You know, the body is made up of so many different parts. You guys, and there's a different. And we're not all the same. We're all different because of our different walks in life. We are all different, and that's the blessing about it. So I just wanted to encourage you to put the work in. I want you to know that God loves you with an everlasting love and that um, we got to put the work in, y'all. And it's okay. It's okay. Ask God to give you a balance. Learn to hear God. Learn to know your boundaries. Learn to um, Learn to just know your boundaries and know your limits. But at the same time, don't hold back what God is giving you to do. Don't. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind. So I just want to leave y'all with that. I hope this reaches you guys well. Don't give up. Um, we all get knocked down, but we get back up, y'all. Look at David. You know, look at Joshua. Look at Elijah. Look, look at look at Jesus Himself. You know, I mean, come on now. Being crucified, like that's just Lord help me. I still be like God, you know. But every time we sin, they say that we put them back up there. So let's put the work in and move further from sin and closer to God. I don't even know if that's politically correct, but I just wanted to encourage y'all with this word. I pray that it touched y'all well. Y'all pray for me and I'll continue to pray for y'all and pray that you guys feed your spirit man more and deny your flesh more and put the time in with God more. So love you guys. Have a blessed week. I hope this message found you well. Like and share. Leave any comments that you need to. Be blessed. Love y'all.